Lecture topic. Eagerness for Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihin nadeen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhalladheena aamanu kutiba alaykum as-siyamu kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon Aqala al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Man sama ramadana imanan wa ahtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min zambih Aw kama qala al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam most respected Allah-i-Kiram, brothers, elders, fellow students. It is human nature, it's part of every human being that we are excited about certain things in life. Certain things become very exciting for us. We look forward to it very eagerly. We await it. But what we really look forward to, what we look forward to very eagerly, it all depends on what that means to us in life. For example, somebody is getting married, so the parents also are very excited that the child is getting married. So indeed, that's an exciting time for them. But it is obvious that the excitement that the parents feel over the child's marriage that person himself, that youngster himself who is getting married, his excitement and his eagerness is obviously on a different level. Because that after all he is getting married. So though others around, his family members, his brother, his other relatives are also excited for him. They are also looking forward to his next step in life. But it can't compare to what he is experiencing and the eagerness he is feeling in the whole thing. So because it means so much more to him. Likewise some child now, the parent bought one toy for that child. So I promised him beforehand, tomorrow I'm going to buy the toy. So now till tomorrow, he is bubbling with excitement. And he can't sleep the night. For what? One toy. But now if the elder brother, that's a three-year-old child now. The elder brother who is 15 years old, the parent tells him the same thing, I'm going to buy you this toy also tomorrow. He'll be very disappointed, he'll think it's a mockery of him, because that means nothing to him. That means nothing to him, it's a toy, something that a child must play with. This is not for him. He's now an adult. Yes, if the father told him that I'll buy you a car, which he can drive around, that will mean something to him. That he'll be very excited about. So it all depends what it means to somebody in life. For that child, for that child, this was really a very big thing. He couldn't sleep the whole night. For what? For the toy. But for the person who's grown now, the person who's become matured, whose understanding has developed, he's now an adult. This for him is just something to discard. It's a child's toy. He is looking forward to the car that he can drive around. So likewise, there are those who are matured in terms of deen. Those who have grown up in deen, 
those who have, Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with the understanding of what is the reality. For that 15-year-old, for that 17, 18-year-old youngster, he understands the reality of this car, this toy. After all, just one little toy, what is this really? But for that younger brother of his, this is everything. Because he's still immature, he's still a child. At his level, that is fine for him. But if his elder brother, 17 years old, also gets excited about that toy, see, something is a problem here. This fellow, 18 years old, he's excited about getting one toy, something is wrong. So likewise, those who Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with some maturity in deen, some understanding of the reality of deen, and the reality of dunya also. So what excites them is things that will bring them closer to Allah Ta'ala. What will bring them closer to Allah Ta'ala, that becomes very exciting for them. This is something who can compare to the excitement that Nabi Kareem Salaam had, and the zeal and the eagerness he had, but to teach us also, that we should also be aspiring for this, we should be asking for this. One particular dua of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allahumma inni as'aluka rida ba'd al-qada. No time to go into all the details, but just one point that we want to de- derive from here. Allahumma inni as'aluka rida ba'd al-qada. Ya Allah, whatever you've decreed for me, I'm asking you to grant me raza upon it, that I am happy with your decree. Wa bard al-aishi ba'd al-mawt. Allah, after I pass away, uh, give me the good of the hereafter excellent life of the hereafter. That is something I am looking for. And then further, وَلَذَّةً نَظَرِ إِلَىٰ وَجْهِكَ Allah, give me the ecstasy of seeing you in Jannah. And وَالشَّوْقَ إِلَىٰ لِقَائِكَ Allah, you grant me that enthusiasm to meet you in Akhirah. Now this is we are being taught what we are supposed to be feeling eager about. Now obviously, the blessing and the bounty of seeing Allah Ta'ala, however that will happen, that is only something that will happen in Jannah. That's not something that will ever happen in dunya for anybody. But that will happen for the people in Jannah who have pleased Allah Ta'ala in dunya already. So those who got close to Allah Ta'ala in dunya, they'll benefit and get, get this great bounty now, they'll go to Jannah and Allah will bless them with this. But what's the means to get closer to Allah Ta'ala in dunya? That is now what they will be eager about. When they are eager to reach Akhirat and reach Jannat and be blessed with this bounty in Jannat, that is truly in their hearts, that aspiration is there, that is bubbling in their hearts, then they will also be very excited about those actions that bring them closer to Allah Ta'ala. Because in dunya, they are not going to have that opportunity in dunya, but they have the opportunity of doing what will take them closer to Allah Ta'ala. And among the things that take a person very close to Allah Ta'ala, if he has used it correctly, he has maximized the benefit of it, is the Mubarak month of Ramadan. That the month of Ramadan has such tremendous blessing in it, that the amount of spiritual boost it gives a person, and the extent it brings him closer to Allah Ta'ala, nothing else can compare in terms of other amal on a general note. And this is the reason that due to the special blessings that come in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Nabi Kareem showed so much of eagerness for it. And he taught us how to be eager for it. 
Now one is to show eagerness that when when something now is about to happen now, you say, okay, well, what's happening? And something is more important to somebody than he's now more eager about it from before. Maybe a Kareem Salaam is teaching us when the moon of Rajab used to be sighted. First of Rajab, the moon is sighted. At that time, he would make the dua, Allahumma barik lana. Ki Rajabi wa Sha'ban wa ballighna Ramadan. Allah grant us Baraka in Rajab Shaban, enable us to reach Ramadan, keep us alive till Ramadan. If life is now coming to an end, let us first see Ramadan off. Because this is such a special time, we don't want to be missing this. We don't want to leave before we see the special month of Ramadan. Now the question for myself, for all of us to ask ourselves is, what is our eagerness for the month of Ramadan? One is that excitement, Ramadan is coming, Ramadan is coming, whether we're saying it, whether we're feeling it. And the other is, Ramadan is also coming now. Ramadan is also around the corner. In other words, now I'm a little bit dreading it now. It's a long fast and it's hot also, summer. There's already a negative twist in the mind. These two things are worlds apart. And then now, Okay, now it's the 17th of Ramadan, now we downhill, now the shock is building up. Now the shock is building up and the enthusiasm and eagerness for what? Now we're coming towards the end now. And then on the 29th, 29th the excitement is at its peak for what? And now it will be the end of it now. That is not the way that we are supposed to be approaching this great month. The excitement of the month should be bubbling up that this is a special time to build our relationship with Allah Ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullah In the Quran Sharif Allah says Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon That this fasting has been prescribed upon you like it was prescribed on the nations before. The purpose, the objective la'allakum tattaqoon So that you acquire taqwa Allama Qurtubi Rahimahullah, he explains taqwa as the relationship, building up the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. MashaAllah, we know many, many people in the madrasa, many students who are somebody maybe not in our class, somebody in a different cause they are busy with, we know them. We see them, we meet them maybe, pass them. But there's somebody who's our classmate maybe, there's somebody who is maybe coming back from the same place we come from. There's somebody that we, uh, he's our relative maybe. So we know that person also, we know him also, but there's a world of difference in how we interact with both. Why? Because there's a close relationship with somebody we know very well. Somebody who's our good friend, somebody who's our relative, somebody who's our country person. So now because there's a special relationship, then there's a different way we interact. If there's something to share now, something, we got some special to share, we don't look for the person we don't know. We look for the person who's our friend. If there's something we have, some need also, we look for the person who is our friend. So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this la'allakum tattakun, this special time to build up a special relationship with Allah Ta'ala. And when that relationship is built with Allah Ta'ala, then we will be able to fulfill what Allah Ta'ala wants from us. 
then the obedience of Allah Ta'ala will become very easy. And to stay away from what Allah Ta'ala is displeased with will become very easy. I have a friend now, the friend who is very close to us, but he dislikes something in particular, we just now avoid it that time. While he's around, we avoid it. Why? We don't want to upset him. So when Allah Ta'ala, we have built that bond with him, then to stay away from haram will become very easy. But if that bond is very weak, then it doesn't matter what a person does. So Ramadan is all about building that bond, building up this relationship. And the dear Kareem Salaam is saying to us that this is such a Mubarak time, such an auspicious time, such a great time, that two months in advance, Nabi Karim Salaam is teaching us, be eager for this now. He didn't make dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Ramadan and full stop. No, no, Ya Allah, from two months ahead, give us barakah in the months of Rajab and Shaban, barakah in life, barakah in amal, and then enable us to reach Ramadan so we can take the maximum benefit. Now, how does a person take the maximum benefit from something? A person wants to take the maximum benefit from a business. So now he decides to open a business, so now he wants to take the maximum profit out of it, that's the benefit. And he starts planning that business long in advance. And then long before the opening day, now it's a big business, so long before the opening day, there's so much happens before the doors open. There's so much of effort behind it. Now when the doors open, now he makes a profit. But the day he decided, I'm going to open on the 1st of April, 1st of May, 1st of June, whenever, so on the 1st of June now, he comes to now start doing something. So the end of June too, he still won't earn 1%, 1 cent profit, because he's still not set up. There's nothing ready to start making the business run now. Likewise, we don't plan in advance for the month of Ramadan. So then what will happen is, we'll suddenly just hear, well the moon has been sighted now, tomorrow is Ramadan, tonight is Tarawi. Already now we'll be feeling down now, oh Tarawi. So now how I can duck and dive, we'll be looking very eager for the shortest tarawi in the shortest way possible. That will be our shock now. Find out who's the fastest reader around. Doesn't matter if he's reading in such a way that now he's eating the words up also. Whether he's reading in such a way that the ruku and sajda is not made properly. The koma and sajda, jalsa is not done right. In such a haste everything is happening. As a result of which it was better if he didn't make tarawi at all. Obviously there's a sin, there's no way this is to be said that we shouldn't be making tarawi. What is being said is that not to make tarawi is a major problem, that is worse. Why? Because that salah will get flung at his face like a dirty rag and it will curse him. Because tarawi is also salah, it's also Allah Ta'ala's kalam that is being recited in it, it's also ruku and sadda in it, so it's also salah. So in any case, now the whole mode and the mood and the whole attitude will be different. But if a person planned in advance, I want to make the best of this Ramadan. I want to achieve the maximum out of it. I want to spend this Ramadan in such a way that number one, in this Ramadan, I must connect myself to Allah Ta'ala. And by the time Ramadan finishes, I must build such a bond after Ramadan, my life continues in a similar manner. And I can build upon what I was achieved. Not that the day Ramadan finishes off, it seemed like there was nothing. People are gone back to square one, masjid is half empty, whatever. So now, this happens when a person plans in advance. 
Nabi Kareem taught us this beforehand, repeatedly dua. Allahumma sallimni li Ramadan, wa sallim Ramadan li, wa sallim huli mutakabbala. We should be, should be making dua. Ya Allah, this month of Ramadan is coming. Make this dua, make it in our own words. Ya Allah, enable me to use this time correctly. And enable me to achieve the purpose of Ramadan. Because this is a very, very delicate matter also. It's not merely one part only. Merely meaning is not only one part. That only one part in terms of a lot of rewards to be attained. So if somebody got it, so mashallah. And if somebody didn't get it, so well, not a big problem. No, no, it can become a very big problem. In the Hadith Sharif, which is in Fadaila Ramadan, many places, the Hadith that is in the Sahih, Riwayat of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, on the day, once Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came into the Masjid, and he stood on the first step of the member, and he said, Ameen, and then on the second, and said, Ameen, on the third, he said, Ameen. Then after that, when he came down, the Sahaba asked, first time we heard this, something very different, what was the meaning of this? So there's three things that were mentioned, but just to suffice on the one aspect for now, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, on each step, Jibreel Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came and said, that he made a curse, and then on top of that, he said to me, Pull Amin. So I said Amin. And in one of those three aspects, one of it was that person who hears my name and doesn't send durud upon me. May the curse of Allah be upon him. So I said Amin. And the other was that person who his parents, he finds them in old age and he doesn't gain forgiveness through service through them. May he be destroyed too. And the third one was May that person be destroyed who Ramadan came and he failed to gain maghfirat, failed to gain the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. Why? Because even in Ramadan he was involved in haram. Even in Ramadan his eyes couldn't still stay off the screen. Even in Ramadan he was still making ghibad, backbiting. Even in Ramadan the music was still in his ears. Even in Ramadan, vulgarity was on his tongue. Vulgar words still carrying on. Lying still carrying on. Therefore, in the Hadith Sharif, Nabiya Kareem says, Mallam yada'a qawla az-zur wal-amala bi falaysa billahi hajatun ayyada'a ta'amahu wa sharabah or kama qala al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the one who doesn't give up evil speech, evil actions while fasting. So he's fasting, mashallah. He'll get the reward of the fast or the fast meaning the obligation, the farz will be fulfilled. But if he didn't give up evil talk while fasting also, didn't give up evil actions, Allah Ta'ala got no need for him. He destroyed his fast. The obligation will get completed if he did it correctly. But the reward is all gone. Totally destroyed. And this is why after Ramadan sometimes, it doesn't, it appears like a person didn't see Ramadan at all. He was probably on some other planet. Ramadan came and went. Seemed like nothing happened in his life. Why? Because in Ramadan nothing changed. Oh, Shaykh Azachaki Makhtar was once traveling in Makkah Mukarramah. It was an extremely hot day. And they were traveling in a car. They just jumped in and now they took off. So now Shaykh Azachaki was also in that vehicle. So he says that after a while, Hazrat asked the driver that uh, what's the problem? Is this air conditioner not working? Why is it still so hot in the car? So now it was a biggish vehicle. So he said, look, I don't know, everything is working fine, but I don't know why it's not cooling down. 
said, maybe somebody's window is open in the back. So when they checked up, right at the back, one window was open. So now this is a common story. Everybody knows, you know, air conditioning is on now, must close everything else, because of, otherwise the benefit of it is going to be lost. So in any case, they closed that window quickly. And they closed the window after a short while, the vehicle started cooling down. And then it cooled down nicely. So the pious people take a lesson from everything. We unfortunately don't take a lesson from the most severe things also. We hear about big, big things happening. We hear about 50,000 people and 100,000 people passed away in an earthquake. But it's like a news item. And we carry on with life like nothing happened. We hear about, we see, we experience things in life. Which sometimes for that moment shake us. But after it's gone, we don't take a lesson. For that moment it shook us and we forgot about it. Like it never happened. Whereas all this is ibrat, this is a lesson from the side of Allah Ta'ala. This is a sign. This is a sign that take, a, take heed, take a lesson, correct your life, come back onto... It's a lesson for all of us, every one of us, the entire ummah. So in any case, the pious people take a lesson from even things that we don't take any note of. So immediately, Hazrat Mahabharata, he addressed everybody in the vehicle and said to them, look, there's a lesson for us. It's a very, very important lesson for us. The lesson is, Alhamdulillah, we do a lot of good deeds, we do amal also. We perform our salah, we make tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, we make some tasbihat, some zikr, we do other good deeds, work of deen, many things. So Alhamdulillah, all this is the air conditioner of good deeds that is doing his job. That is bringing the coolness of those amal into the heart, the nur of it. That's the coolness meaning the nur of it. But unfortunately, we leave our windows open. At the same time, while doing the amal, month of Ramadan is there, the person is making 10 paras tilawat also. But after the 10 paras tilawat, he still didn't close his windows. So now he's still making ghibad. He finished 10 paras tilawat, he went outside, he's making ghibad. He went to his room or wherever, he went in his house now, he's looking at some haram, listening to some evil. So now the windows are wide open. The window of the eye is wide open to haram. The window of the ear is wide open to haram. The window of the tongue is wide open to haram. And the window of the heart itself is also open to haram. The person is fantasizing some evil, he's doing some other filthy things in his heart. So all this noor that is coming through the amal is all being drained out. Nothing. By the time Ramadan came, he earned for example now, just for the sake of an example, many tankerful loads of noor. And then, but that hole in that tanker, everything drained out now. It came, it doesn't even got stuck somewhere on the road. You know, the petrol tankers, 60,000 liters of fuel is carrying, but now there's a hole somewhere under that tank. So now it got stuck on the road. You can't even fill petrol for its own self also, it's got nothing. It was carrying 60,000 liters, but it's zero now. Why? all drained out, all completely drained out. So, mashallah, so much of amal is done, but the noor of it, and the noor of taqwa, and the getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, all that is still zero. Why? Because the windows were all open. Window of the eye, window of the ears, window of the tongue, window of the whatever else, everything is open, as a result of which, all zero. So, therefore, what is extremely necessary, is to now plan our Ramadan from now. What am I going to do? The purpose of Ramadan is to acquire taqwa. 
The first step to taqwa is tawbah. The first, the door that enters into the home of taqwa is through tawbah. Because taqwa means giving up what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Whatever Allah is displeased with, to discard that, to stop that, and to live a life in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. The starting point to that is tawbah. And tawbah entails feeling regret and remorse over whatever we have done that was displeasing to Allah Ta'ala. Person loses 10 rand also, he feels that hurt of it in his heart, 10 rand he lost. And he lost Allah Ta'ala's connection. He lost that connection with Allah Ta'ala, but we feel nothing about it. Can we imagine, we lost what is worth more than this entire universe. We don't feel any loss. So now by doing things that Allah is displeased with, we broke that connection, we weakened it, we broke it. So now to feel that regret, why did I do this? Shaitan and nafs now tuck me into this, Allah Ta'ala forgive me. Feel that remorse, feel that regret. And together with that, to obviously stop that wrong entirely. If it's sins of the eyes, whatever has been trapping us into that sin, to get rid of it. If it's sins of the ears, to delete all that completely. And to stay far away from the means that catch us into that again. If it is some company that is involving us into some haram and sin, so now, come out of the company. If it is whatever it might be, to stop that and to get away from the means that take us back to that sin. To feel that remorse and regret. To shed tears of repentance. And to make a firm resolution that inshallah we will not go back to this. That is now Toba. And Toba is the first step into the door of Taqwa. Now is a matter of now keeping that up that requires to stay in the right company, that requires now the amal. So from now, to make that Ramadan fruitful, we should be increasing our amal from now. Our tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, some nawafil, salatul ishraq, we have time for salatul duha, and we try for salatul tahajjud. So now some amal must start increasing. Some time for dua must get dedicated, before the Maghrib salah at least, at other times, five minutes, ten minutes, Fajr time, Tahajjud time, some dua. In this way we are improving, increasing in the amal. Month of Ramadan will come, we'll be able to do more. Person wants to run the marathon. It's a futile thing. Nothing to achieve in it besides boast about it. But now he wants to run the marathon. So he's training six months in advance. Six months in advance he's training to be able to run the marathon. Whereas that thing is a one day story. And many of them don't make it through. But even if he made it to what he achieved out of it, nothing. But for that dunya, he is prepared to train six months in advance. To try and make the Ramadan fruitful, we have just over six days more than six days, ten days, twelve days left. So now, try to start increasing the amal from now. Try to start doing something. Such a very precious time. Besides being precious, it's also very delicate. From the Hadith Sharif that we heard earlier, that Nabi Karim says, wait that person be destroyed. Ramadan came and he failed to gain his forgiveness. Why he's going to fail to gain his forgiveness? Because he didn't appreciate this month. He didn't appreciate the special blessings of Allah Ta'ala. He still continued, whatever carrying on, how he was speaking, how he was conducting himself, what he was looking at, what he was listening to. Now, if he wants to stop in Ramadan, he'll have to stop now. Otherwise he won't end up stopping then too. Make sincere toba now. Something has knocked on the heart, a person must respond to it. How we must respond to it? Bala ya Rabbi, 
Ya Rabbi, my Rabb, the time has come now to make the change. The time has come to turn to you. We turn to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will envelop us in His mercy. Allah Ta'ala makes this Ramadan truly a Ramadan of connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. A Ramadan that we truly achieve the objective of taqwa and become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ